This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. This is episode 129. We are recording on December 5th, 2022. Happy birthday to little Richard. Nice. Good golly. Good? <laughs> Do you think people called him Little Dick? Mm, I hope not. Uh, no, no, we don't like that one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, happy anniversary. So a bunch of cop movies released on December 5th. Uh, Serpico. Are you, are you a fan of Serpico? Al Pacino will come I, up later. I've never seen it, actually. Some, some crooked cops. Beverly Hills Cop was released on December 5th. Mm, that's a pretty decent movie. Are you a fan of Axel Foley? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the character. I like the song. I think Beverly Hills Cop is like... I mean, it was definitely like a kind of a big movie in the you know world of blockbuster movies because it <laughs> at, sort of added like a new genre as far as like action comedies that kind of were like more action than comedy but <laughs> they starred a comedian you know right <laughs> um that that became like a new genre after that like bad boys and rush hour and lethal weapon um I mean, Lethal yeah. Weapon didn't star a comedian, but it was definitely like sort of a comedy, even though it was really more of an action movie, you know? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen Lethal Weapon in a long time. I, and you know I, what? I don't think there's reason to revisit it. I just remembered that one of them was too old for that shit. <laughs> and some people think it's a Christmas movie. We won't even get into that. <laughs> one of the uh, best. Some, one of the best <laughs> some really good albums uh were released on december 5th you have beggar's banquet from the rolling stones nice and... I, I assume that the soundtrack to beverly hills cop <laughs> <laughs> no soundtracks are usually released a few weeks later <laughs> which is also really strange you get out of you get out of the movie you're like wow i really liked that music i can't buy it yet <laughs> Um, and also Band on the Run uh, from Paul McCartney and Wings in 1973. Nice. Funny thing, so Jet and Band on the Run were the two big singles, and there were tracks one and two on that album. Hmm. Top heavy. Top heavy album. Front, front loaded. Uh, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I do have to say, it's Christmas in the Alps today. This is the night that you either get visited by Santa Claus or Krampus. Hmm. Do you know what happens if you get visited by Krampus? Um, no. I mean, I, he, I'm, he, I'm I'm familiar with the character, but I don't really know the the he full. He beats you with birch rods. Hmm. <laughs> I I want I want Al, Alpine Christmas to take over here. Yeah. Um. 
God, what was the name of that kid in Singapore? Um, oh, in, God, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think it's Michael something. Yeah, and I remember uh, Emilio Estevez played him in the SNL sketch <laughs> parody yeah. situation. That's all I remember about it. What, was that Emilio a Krampus Estevez thing? On, on SNL. What? Was that a Krampus thing? <laughs> it was. Was it Krampus related? <laughs> They were celebrating Krampus in <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are off to a smashing start. Welcome back, everybody. We have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And I'm Jake. So happy to be back it was once Mike, again. Michael Fay. Michael Fay. <laughs> was he related to Tina Fay? I think he was. <laughs> Cousin, maybe? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> how you been, buddy? <laughs> I've been great. I'm very exhausted right now. It was a really long week at work. I didn't really get to watch anything this week except for, you know, slowly chipping away at the Succession rewatch. Um, you know, Survivor, Amazing Race, OBS, and um, the how's White Lotus going? Oh, and White Lotus, I was going to say. I just watched this morning. Um, it's great. I love it. I I, I mean, I kind of think it's better than season one. Ooh. Um, and yeah, it's brilliant. Some really, really great quotes this week. And uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. Aubrey Plaza is fucking amazing. Like, I think she's going to be nominated for an Emmy for this. She wants to be the next Tim Burton, she said. Interesting. Yeah, you, meaning like she wants to work with Johnny Depp a lot. Yeah, that's what I was. I, I was wondering what she meant by that. Also, she she's gonna remake Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in it herself. Maybe I don't know. Uh, well, cool. I'm glad that's. I'm, I'm glad White Lotus is going well. I do have to catch up on that. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch too much either, but it is the Christmas season. Um. And watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on Disney+. I really Plus. want to watch that. I've heard it's really good. It's, you know what, you, you, you hear Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special and go, is is this something that's needed? Uh, not necessarily, but it is super fun. It, nice. I, I, we, we really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it, it, it's, got, it's got enough laughs uh, uh, for me, so. Um, and then also did quickly watch a new movie on amazon uh the people we hate at the wedding um with uh uh why can i not think of her name all of a sudden veronica mars um um sarah uh, (laughs) bell kristen Uh, bell kristen bell and allison janney uh i had i usually don't but i had read some reviews and it did not get great reviews but i loved it. it it was again it was fun had some good jokes I don't need too much for from a you know free movie on Amazon. I just need to mm-hmm. laugh a little. So yeah, I I give that a, a medium recommend. Uh, nice. The people we hate at the wedding. Yeah, I think uh, people should check that out. So, um, yeah. Other than that, really haven't been up to too much uh, except for uh, trying to catch up on some of the the movies we're going to be talking about here today. Uh, real quick, I do want to say a congratulations to Goodfellas. Um, kind of unsurprisingly winning our Scorsese tournament. but um, And so he might come up once again once more uh, later in today's discussion. But 
we do have the other half of our Steven Spielberg tournament to get to. Um, and the, the first matchup we're going to talk about is actually being voted on right now as we're recording. Um, but we have uh, Schindler's List from 1993 up against Bridge of Spies from 2015. So this in our next matchup, it's kind of our uh, historical drama section uh, from Spielberg here. Uh, in 93, what a huge year for, for Spielberg because both Schindler's List and Jurassic Park yeah. Between the two of them, I think it was 10 wins out of 14 nominations. That's wild. <laughs> That's ridiculous for one year from, from a single director. Um, but Schindler's List uh, starred Liam Neeson, uh, Ralph Fiennes, Ben Kingsley. Uh, Pop-Tart Aaron Smith actually brought up a, a interesting point uh, today. Uh, would would Liam Neeson be anything if it hadn't been for Schindler's List? And I need to resp- respond. Don't forget Darkman. Liam ah. Neeson was Darkman. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the movie Satisfaction? I have not. Okay, it's it's about like a female rock band uh, starring Justine Bateman. And, <laughs> oh boy. And Is the name of the band Satisfaction? I can't remember. Oh, I've seen it. A, I've seen it a few times though, back like a long time ago, because I dated somebody who was really into it, and sure. it um it also starred one Liam Neeson. I think it was from okay. like probably eighty seven or eighty eight. <clears throat> um, oh, he does have a particular yeah. set of skills. He does. um but uh, acting for one yeah acting skills um you know bridge of spies we we had mark rylance and tom hanks uh rylance won for the uh supporting actor that year um uh pleasing all the rye lunatics and rylanceaholics (laughs) can i do one more sure Hold me closer, Mark Rylancer. Ugh. <laughs> have you? So, uh, have you seen both of these movies? Yeah, is I have. this a weird question to ask? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I no, have no, seen no. both of these movies. I right. thought Bridge of Spies was good, um, and I thought you know Mark Rylance is really good in it. Um, Schindler's List though is like fucking unimpeachable. It's it's amazing, and I mean, in in a lot of ways, it's Steven Spielberg's masterpiece. Okay. Um, so I think this is a no brainer. Schindler's List. Okay, yeah, I, I I can't disagree, and I also cannot bring articles of impeachment against Schindler's yeah. List. Uh, <laughs> How far do you think Schindler's List uh, goes? Do you, a lot of people are predicting, uh, hundreds, in fact, are predicting Schindler's List to end up in the championship match. Do you think it goes that far? Yeah. Um, I think kind of, well, you know what? I don't know. Saving Private we're, Ryan we're gonna, is going to be a tough. Let's discuss this next yeah. this next matchup here and see see what happens. So, yeah, we both think uh, Schindler's List moves on really easy there. But uh, we'll be taking on the winner of Saving Private Ryan from 1998, which is going up against Lincoln from 2012. 
Um, Lincoln actually had more Oscar nominations than Saving Private Ryan. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis won for Best Actor. And Lincoln brings us back into the Spader-verse. James Spader, (laughs) uh, Tim Blake Nelson, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, uh, amazing cast. Uh, Sally Field. Sally Field, uh, Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Lincoln, but it... It was a little slow for me. What What did you think of Lincoln? Not a fan. Not a fan at all. No. Okay. I, thought, I mean, so, I thought I thought it was like well done. I guess you know. Yeah. But I mean, like most of his movies. Um, but it just didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, well, so Saving Private Ryan is what we're probably going to expect to win here from 1998. Um, I didn't realize. This was only Vin Diesel's second film. Nice. Uh, or, or I should say second credit. And also didn't realize he was the voice of the Iron Giant. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. And I, then I ap- just found out, too, did you know he's in the Fast and the Furious film? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, he, he had a really good start to his career. You know, Saving Private Ryan, then Iron Giant, then Pitch Black... Boiler Room. But Boiler then, Room was fucking awesome. I loved that. And then movie after that, so it's much. just all Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. And Groot. <laughs> and Groot. Yeah. No, I, I understand. So Saving Private Ryan was the second highest grossing movie of 1998. Do you want to guess at what it what was just slightly above it? Shakespeare in Love. I'm just Armageddon. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know the the equivalent of Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, <laughs> with the action Shakespeare version. in Love with animal crackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Saving Private I, Ryan. I, I've oh, actually never I've never seen Armageddon. You've seen Armageddon Time though. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> the um, remake, the reboot. Armageddon, you to see that movie. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, this was Spielberg's second win for Best Director. Strangely enough, so he thought because of the violence, and, and granted, at the time, the violence was extreme in this movie, but he thought because of the violence it was going to get an NC-17 rating. And then just three years later, they showed it on broadcast television unedited. Wow. <laughs> so um, a lot of people um, turned down... Uh, uh, roles in this movie, uh, most uh, notably Edward Norton, chose to do American History X instead of Saving Private Ryan. And supposedly, Garth Brooks turned down a, a role in this movie because he didn't want to be overshadowed by Tom Hanks. Hmm. And so he went and made the album Chris Gaines. <laughs> nice. That's, that was a that's solid move. <laughs> right? Hey, I liked that album. So, uh, yeah. Saving Private Ryan, does this have a chance to go to the championship? I mean, it, it is your namesake. It is. And I think this is going to be a really, I mean, between this and um, Schindler's List. Yeah. This is going to be a really yeah. tough one. I feel like either of these could beat out anything that comes through on the bottom half of the bracket. Okay. Um, not a hundred percent on that, but yep. I think these are probably the favorites. So okay, yeah, we'll see. I, I, th- I think yeah, it's a it's a really tough one, two, three on uh, this side of the uh, tournament. And <clears throat> oh, excuse me. 
speaking of that third, um, we well, our next matchup is a little bit of alphabet soup here. We have E.T. the Extraterrestrial from 1982 going up against A.I. Artificial Intelligence from 2001. See, I think if you're going to name a movie letters, just keep it at letters. You don't need to tell us what they stand for. I'm going to make a movie called E.T.A. Estimated Time of Arrival. B.T.W. By the way. ASAP. As soon as pizza. RSVP. Uh, I don't know either. <laughs> I actually like that as a title. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't know either. Uh, both of these movies, we, we have uh, cute little kids starring. You know, you got Drew Barrymore in uh, E.T. and Haley Joel Osment in Artificial Intelligence. Wasn't seen... Uh, dead people. I don't know why I just did that. I did the letters for ET, but I did the full name for AI. <laughs> don't ask me why. Um, yeah, uh, Jude Law also in Artificial Intelligence. Uh, Chris Rock was actually uh, supposed to be Jerry Seinfeld as one of the robots. Oh, interesting. Look at me! I'm a robot. What's going on? <laughs> What's the deal with artificial intelligence? <laughs> Why do they call it AI and then say artificial <laughs> intelligence? <laughs> Just use the letters. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, Pick so, uh, one! Inter- <laughs> call it artificial intelligence or AI! <laughs> <laughs> uh, E.T., so uh, weird, you know, it, oh, it makes sense now, but like growing up and being really into, you know, movies and film... I always just thought that movies were shot in order. Uh, uh, like, you know, you film the first scene on the first day, you film the last scene on the last day. Obviously, that is not how movies are made. But for the most part, that was how E.T. was made um, to give it uh, more of a, a convincing emotional uh, ride. So, hmm. um, And shot was... in real time, right? Yeah, yes. It was a documentary, actually. <laughs> Uh, all single shot <laughs> hand cams mm-hmm. uh, um, no this was uh, uh, Spielberg's second movie to become the highest grossing of all time um, and held that position for 11 years until another Spielberg movie took that over in 93 Jurassic That's Park fucking insane so, so that means from 82 to 97, Steven Spielberg had the highest grossing movie of all time, but it was two different movies. That's nuts. How is this guy not richer than Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Seriously. Who's writing his contracts? <laughs> that is um, E.T. also held the number one spot for a record 16 weeks. It was the number one movie in the country. Um, but lost best picture to our guy, Ben Kingsley, Gandhi. Gandhi. (laughs) Um, how do you, how do you feel about E.T.? Um, I think, I mean, I I like it. I think it's good. I think, uh, you know, it's, I, I think I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while. I probably saw it. I've seen it in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it's. It's good. Maybe I feel like it's kind of been like 
they kind of set a new template for for a certain genre of movie that was done so many times through the rest of the 80s and 90s, you know? Yeah. Um, and now Stranger Things. Yep. Um, Mac and me. So, so, you know, yeah, exactly. So now when you look back at it, it feels kind of quaint because okay. it's been copied so many times. You forget like, sure. oh, at the time this was like brand new, you know? Um, but, you know, it's great. It's important. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, can, um, can I say something bold? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> and, it's the highest. It was the highest grossing movie of all time for 11 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the thing that I'm more ashamed of is I haven't seen AI since it came out in the theater. And yeah, I feel I, like I should revisit it also. I, I wasn't like a huge fan. I think as like somebody who is a diehard Kubrick fan, I was so excited for it. Right. And I was a little bit disappointed. And then um, we now, like I think over the last like, ten, you know, five, 10 years, film critics are like, AI is in the top three best Spielberg movies. You know, this is like getting crazy, you know, um, respect now in like the film critic world as being like one of his best movies. So I don't know. I feel like I need to revisit it. We we need to get him to release the Seinfeld cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I, I should say, so I, I, I think E.T. is better than okay. But I think it's... It, the biggest drawback for ET and our our group could easily prove me wrong is it's remembered better than it actually is. It's it is very very nostalgic, mm-hmm. a, a nostalgic movie. Um, whereas, I, I, granted, there's a you know so is Jurassic Park, but I think Jurassic Park is the superior movie. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, so whoever again probably ET. Um, but whoever wins there will be taking on the winner of Close Encounters of the Third Kind uh, from 1977 up against 2005's Munich. Um, so historical fiction w- with Munich. Um, I guess you could say these are both historical fiction. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so Close Encounters was the follow-up to Jaws. You know, the Spielberg kind of could do whatever he wanted to at, at that point. Um, starring Richard Dreyfus, but <laughs> Richard Dreyfus was like the seventh choice hmm. for the for this. And I know you rewatched this recently. Uh, initially, Spielberg wanted Steve McQueen in the role, but McQueen couldn't cry on cue. Interesting. I'm surprised I said that without stumbling over my words. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that, also that is a tough one. Also, turning it down were James Caan. Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, and Jack Nicholson all wow. offered the role before it was offered to Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> I I think I'd probably put Dreyfus at the bottom of that list anyway. <laughs> Maybe I, I above wouldn't. James Caan. Maybe and, and above James. I I think he was perfect for it, and sure. I think he also is like a really good kind of proxy for Spielberg. Okay. You know. I think in both of in both Jaws and Close Encounters, he kind of like I don't know I he I'm not saying that Spielberg wrote him as 
himself. But I think he kind of plays the role of Steven Spielberg, sort of. He kind of like has Spielberg energy, you know? <laughs> He's got some real Spielberg energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Go on. It's, I, I don't like, I don't know. He just, he, um, I don't know. To yeah, me, he, he kind of feels like a handsomer, actory actory or version of Spielberg, you know, <laughs> a more screen worthy version of Spielberg, the gentleman, Steven Spielberg. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rich man, Spielberg, <laughs> <laughs> because we've established that Steven Spielberg, clearly not a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not rich enough, not rich enough. Um, uh, and have, so again, taking on 2005's Munich, we finally had the ba- the the matchup of the ages: Hulk versus Bond, Eric Bana versus Daniel. <laughs> Sorry, no. Um, both of these uh, films, uh, Spielberg was nominated for best director but did not win. Um, what are you thinking though between these two? This is a tough one for me. I I really like Munich a lot. I think it's a great movie. Really intense. Yep. Um. Close Encounters, I thought was really great as well. Intense. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, I think the thing that's the most remarkable about Close Encounters is, you know, it was pre-Star Wars. And mm-hmm. so Star Wars kind of like blew it out of the water as far as like visual effects and what you could do and whatever. But Close Encounters looks fucking incredible and, like, really holds up as far as, mm-hmm. like, just the look of it. Um, and it's, you, you know, a lot like Blade Runner and 2001, some of these movies that were from the, like, pre-CGI days where you watch mm-hmm. now and you're like, this looks so much better than anything that comes out now. Yeah. Um and yeah, uh, but it's also, you know, kind of, I, I think sort of like E.T. sort of became like um, like a prototype, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Everybody loved space at, at that time, so. Yeah, yeah. Space was all over. Everybody was talking. Can we get a new space movie? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, Munich is really great too. Definitely like very different movie, but, um, but yeah, it's, this one's going to be tough for me. I think Close Encounters is probably going to win in a pretty easy matchup, but Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how much, how popular Munich is. I get, it was nominated for best picture. So there's that. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. I think, uh, again, this, I feel like there, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a top three on this side and I, I can't say, I mean, I would put them at like, you know, 35, 34 and 32% to, to move on to the championship. Yeah. All, all three of them, you know, it's, it's yeah. extremely, extremely close there. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be fun. We'll be into the second round uh, by the time we get back together next week. So we'll have 
a, a clearer idea, but I think that's where it gets really difficult. So, um, you got anything else this week? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, for everyone out there in the Pop Tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Poor man's Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs>